1: Hey there, Halt and Catch Fire fans. Welcome to After Buzz TV, the after show for Halt and Catch Fire. In case you didn't catch it the first time I said it. We're gonna it be, yeah, we're gonna be breaking down episode uh episode three, season two, The Way In. My name is Isaac Johnson and finding his way back in. From the Grand Canyon.
2: Dave Avid, great back to be here. Great to be back here. Yes. Uh, I was in, yes, I was in the Grand Canyon, three day rafting trip. Yeah, uh, you survived. Survived. On these uh, rafting trips, you, you live on mountain time, which means you go to sleep when the sun sets and you get up when the sun rises. So that means about Interesting. an eight o'clock bedtime and about a five o'clock wake up time. So I am very tired. <laughs> okay. It's past my bedtime, uh, but I'm trying to acclimate back to LA time, which is eat dinner around eight o'clock, party till two a.m. Yeah,
1: so we got to wrap up this podcast. So we can make this about a three-minute yeah.
2: podcast. That would be great.
1: That would be lovely.
2: Oh, listen, I have a live read to do. and um, Is that what that's called? Yes, this is a live read. Okay, and we'll read it live. Listen, you probably listen to this podcast and many others. First of all, you think, wow, Dave and Isaac, they're really handsome and racially diverse, which is
1: true. These are both uh, truth facts. True facts. Yeah.
2: Now, if you have any other thoughts besides those things, uh, you can call me on the phone if they're positive and have anything to do with us dating. But if they have <laughs> to do with the show, go to podcastone.com. There you can give us any feedback. We read every one of them. And we make the show better based on your feedback. So make the show better by going to podcast1.com. Make your life better if you're female, attractive, and single by tweeting at me at yeah, Blue
1: Absolutely. Do not tweet at me. Um, you can tweet at me, but not for any sort of dating scenario.
2: Okay, you're asexual. You don't want anyone... No,
1: nah, to- my wife is not a big your fan wife. of dating. Um,
2: <laughs> All right, fine. Right on. Let's, uh, let's
1: jump on into this episode. Dave, what did, what did you think of Episode 3, The Way In?
2: Episode 3, The Way In... Let's see. It, did, it answered some of the questions we had. I sure. Think from the last time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was like a big bang of an episode.
1: Yeah, not necessarily. It seems like we got some more setup going on. For on this I think season. there's still
2: a lot of setup, a lot of character development. Uh-huh. Um, so I think it was still kind of an expository episode with a few dashes of excitement, is how it felt to me.
1: Yeah, um, I really dug it. Um, very expository. I agree with mm-hmm. that. Also, setting up a great complication for us we can't really have too much success otherwise that's not really a show worth watching we gotta have some conflict so that was cool um, one thing I'm like continually impressed about with the show is their attention to detail. Mm-hmm. Um, there was an, uh, an article I read this week, um, indiewire.com. You're they, reading articles. I, uh, I'm reading a couple of wow. things. Yeah, I okay. Know. It's a big, it's a big deal for me, man. Come on. Um, it was on, it was with this couple called the Millers who were actually in the Silicon Prairie at the time and sort of like the real life, Gordon and Donna in some way. Sweet. And they sort of expounded on how technically accurate the show is, that ah. it's not just sort of like gobbledygook and like we need right. a new, camshaft for a computer yeah, no, no, no. I don't know that sounds sexual yeah, yeah. camshaft yeah it's it's very sexual do you think
2: it's important for a show like cuz i'm i'm still wondering uh as for people that might be not didn't listen to our first podcast this is my first season watching the show so i missed yes, the sir. first one mm-hmm. so i'm still wondering what the audience is for this show is it techies is it people that are really into it or is it more important to be broader to appeal to a more broader
1: audience yeah well, i mean i feel like they're broad enough personally um they do make sure that that tech stuff is is, is accurate and they're they're very, very also very period accurate for mm-hmm. all the stuff that's going on in the 80s um, like a madman or like some of the other shows they have on AMC, I feel like what they get right is having all the stuff be specific and not just sort of like random or right. have a wrong set piece or the wrong color or even like the wrong coding book. Like yeah. all, like a lot of those books, um, like, like you have to learn how to speak computer, it's in, in C, I have no idea what that means. I'm nope. a musician, I know what the key of C is, but that, doesn't translate to the same thing I don't think no. but anyway it's really cool to me I'm, I'm impressed with the show that they've taken that level of detail yeah. into it I'm excited about it um, even though I don't know what any of it even means no, but I feel like knows. they breeze over it fast enough for like, dummies like myself right. so I can just watch the show and catch the cool drama cool. and characters yeah. um, so let's talk about Johnny Boss John
2: Bosworth uh, I wanted to make a quick comment sure. on the beginning of the show uh-huh. which was Tom and Cameron yeah, right. Yeah. The awkward flirting between them. Like, yeah, yeah, obviously there, It's it was it was almost like I thought the purpose of that scene was like one. I think they're obviously creating sexual tension between the two.
1: A little bit. That, and yeah.
2: two, like nerd flirting. It was what I thought when I came around with that scene, right? Because they're like, hey, nice bike. And he's like, yeah, well, I forgot my clown car. And everyone was, both of them were left like, oh, I said the wrong thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, I got that um, they're still sort of having their like tête-à-tête sort of thing back and forth and trying to not be intimidated by the other person. You know, he kind of bullied his way into the company, and then right. she found out he got fired. So I'm sure she dropped. Are we going to about some uh, we're we're about talk about Tom later in the show? What do you want to talk about now? Since we're talking about now. Uh,
2: he seemed. Uh noticeably very aggressive in this episode like yeah. I did not necessarily get that part of his personality unless it was two weeks ago almost but it de- he seemed like such that, like nice guy like yeah like cocky in a way of his knowledge but he was super aggressive
1: yeah well I mean he was aggressive with like the way that he got in Right, he was um you know he seemed to kind of call it You know, like he was kind of messing with their system with the yeah. whole PBX thing and Getting more users on the same channel, which is kind of like sh- letting your friends share your HBO Go, or something right, like that.
2: which a lot of us do, but that is illegal. But the HBO said they don't mind.
1: Yeah, Netflix doesn't mind either. In oh, case, that's good. In case you're trying to do that. Oh, okay. um, uh, good. No,
2: I don't. Yeah, either. I don't know. We wouldn't, it at AfterBuzz. We don't. Uh, yeah. Whatever but, that yeah, word
1: he was. Yeah, he was. He was. Ag- I thought he was encouraged. aggressive. Yeah, he's more aggressive in this episode. Agree okay, yeah. with that. Um, I thought that like that in exchange in the beginning there was them sort of trying to one up each other a little yes. bit. And then I like that look on his face when he's like, gosh, that's not the way to get her, man. Right.
2: But then fast forward to when he's bouncing the ball and basically telling her that her whole baby is dumb.
1: Yeah. And- well, what's interesting to me about that is in the last season, Cameron was kind of that character to sort of shake things up and right. tell people what they are doing wrong. And she was kind of like the new kid on the block. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I not th- sure which okay. one. I-,
2: I wish I could uh, come up with a new Kids on the Block song right now to be like, oh, uh,
1: parallel. Uh, but I can't think of one. I can't think of one. But I'm sure Donnie Wahlberg was in that group. Sure. Know, yeah. yeah,
2: and he was with tons of chicks during that time. He Probably. Twitter, I yeah. don't know.
1: Um, but anyway, like so, she, you know, like the roles are sort of reversed on her that she is now having someone call into question her and specifically her originality. They're talking about parallax and like the new chapter of it that she hands out, and uh, you know. He basically says, like, you just basically recycled it, he moved a bunch of stuff around, it's some sort of trickery, and he's really upset about it. Right. Um, and I think that, that, uh, I think a lot of that came, uh, sort of came to a head when he, like, okay, so later in the episode, she's having a breakdown because of all that stuff that happened with their system, with Gordon, which we'll get yes. into, but, um... It was cool to see him flip switches, you know, because I think ultimately you were right, you know, um, good prediction there from last week that there is going to be some sort of romantic thing with yep. them, and when he's talking to her about, because um, he calms her down with asking her stuff about parallax, and how do you get past this level? Which she's
2: hyperventilating.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Which was weird. That was another nerd, like, oh, you know how he, the, his, the big thing was like, oh, then you have to crack an egg on his chest, and she's <laughs> yeah. like, you're right. Why right. I was like wow, why, why, what's It was like she didn't know that, or well, she, she does didn't? know
1: that. But like, if you've ever like, if you've been in like in a car wreck or anything like that, I um, when you're in a car wreck, like they ask you a specific question, like what's your name, like what day uh-huh. is it, who's the president, stuff like that. I think it's trying to get you to get out of shock by ans- asking specific okay. things that you know the answer to. Okay. And in that, I think that he starts to reveal that he really loved that Parallax game. That's um, true. And he, you know, maybe some of his feelings towards her were coming out there too. Um, and I think that that's the reason why he was so pissed about her being unoriginal in that game.
2: Didn't that also say something about the other tech dudes? I thought that was kind of a scene that also showed, like, these guys are, in a way, Mm -hmm. followers. They're all, you could tell, like, they weren't in love with it, or they didn't care, but then he was the, I I thought the scene was going to go, then the other people would jump in and be like, actually, I agree with him. But they didn't.
1: Yeah, no, they didn't, um... I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Maybe I don't it's, know. Like,
2: uh, I, as a new viewer again, I don't. I feel like that crew has yet to find a real voice with me this season in terms of you know who they are and what they're. Per- I mean, right now they just kind of seem like cattle. That kind <laughs> of mo- and maybe that is what they are. They just kind of move flow with the story. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, they're following Cameron. uh, You know, like Gordon makes a crack at her about being like a genius computer girl or something right. like that later on so she's kind of someone that they look up to even though they don't really have bosses and titles or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. No, I don't I, I don't think that they're really trying to innovate other than like a colored version of Backgammon. Right. Which is uh, very cool. Um,
2: is it cool, though? Really?
1: I don't know. <laughs> don't know.
2: I think that's just one of those things you say, colored version of Backgammon, really cool. Uh Next topic. Yeah, that's um, a segue. I'm sorry, I missed it. That Go was ahead.
1: Uh, called sarcasm. Right. Actually <laughs> actually it. I've never heard of it. Um, it's interesting in, um, yeah. yeah um yeah well so you wanted to talk
2: about Boz before
1: well we did but since we're talking about Cameron sure. um we got the whole thing that goes down with her and Donna um which was in the end when they come in you know they have that kind of blow up last episode and they didn't really trust each other and he was the boss and all that stuff um which is Angela by the way right um, Angela <laughs> um we
2: were trying to figure out this yeah, last yeah,
1: time. yeah yes. right? um but it was cool because it, for a minute there um you know the online chat thing starts kind of taking off mm-hmm. and donna's like man i need to borrow another coder can we do it and the camera's like go ahead and do it you know and so i'm like oh yeah they're trusting each other and we were talking about they should work together a little more I'm like yeah let's do it yeah and then it all falls apart yeah well <laughs> for good reason i mean well it didn't fall apart for them for good reason but um i guess this sort of talks about gordon too but just that jordan jordan um, watching the NBA finals. Right. Hoping that then I was going to see Jordan. <laughs> Jordan didn't, didn't show no, up. No, didn't uh, happen. Didn't show up. Um, you know, the, everything goes to, goes to crap. Um, is a nice way I'll say it. Yeah, sure, crap. yeah. And the, like the meltdown and then uh, Cameron's reaction to it. I was, like, I, obviously she's going to be pissed, right? It's a, it ruins their whole thing. But then all that stuff comes out about, what donna was doing um to keep them afloat that she was paying bills behind her back which i mean i guess like man if you were my friend and paying my bills behind my back like i'm not gonna be that upset yeah i'd be like
2: dude thanks (laughs) seriously (laughs) yeah yeah.
1: seriously cool what can i do to make sure that keeps happening yeah how can i how can i is there
2: i wonder if this is a sexist thing but I, I feel like because I, I the way the show is shot, I, I kind of always think about Mad Men. I think w- while watching yeah, the it's, show, it's, a period, it's kind of a period kind of show. Yeah, yeah. But I just kind of think whenever they have a conflict, it just seems like the way they fight. It's just so like I don't I, I don't know if it's written in like a, almost like a girly like oh here's my emotions. I I just feel like if John Hamm was going against whatever the other bosses in Mad Men, where I barely watched the show. But there, I feel like they're always, always just like gravitas, like one-up who's like dick is bigger type of thing. Yeah. And with this one, it seems more like yelly, kind of more catty between them, very emotionally driven. Mm-hmm. I, does that bother you? Do you like that? So, you know, uh, obviously we have two female leads, and this is what happens, you know, when you have two female leads.
1: Sure. I mean, maybe it's just that the two of them have never really been in this kind of position before. Yeah. It's fairly new. I mean, it is 1985. Women were coming along a lot further in the workplace, but even now, like we said last week, even now, like it's not as far as it probably should yeah. be. Um, maybe it's just dealing with responsibility and that stuff coming out. I, I don't know. It's kinda But I
2: mean, to have like you said, they have that reaction, like you're paying my bills, like oh my god, never talk to me. Like if you ever do that again, you're totally like obviously it's very driven by emotion. And, and it's, certainly, like, and everything
1: they're, they're, that they've been building for however long it's been, yeah. for like, like almost two years, I guess at this point, that everything has been lost so. I don't know, maybe it's the heat of an argument and you're saying things don't yeah. mean and you're not really realizing that this person is actually looking out for you and looking out for the company. Cause that was my, my biggest question with that was like, why is she so upset at her? I mean, I get that it was happening and she didn't know and Gordon was the cause of this issue and she should have stopped him, which she owns up to, which I thought it's good for her to own up to that and to, to, you know. Right. To, she, she could have stopped that and take the responsibility for that. But I was like, why, like, why specifically She's so upset about her keeping the business afloat. That's, you know, you wouldn't have this business if it yeah. wasn't.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm even raising a bare question in terms of the show and the mm-hmm. writing. What are they, you know, what are they trying to say with these two women? What kind of leaders are they trying to paint them as? And what, are they painting them as women in this time period? Are they painting them as women who have leadership roles mm-hmm. in society in general? So I'm just wondering as I keep watching, cause I feel like, It's almost a little stereotypical how they have them fighting. It's just like, oh, these are like two women that are very driven by emotion and aren't looking at the logical side of things. So I don't know if that's on purpose. If that's just they're thinking that's how the characters would
1: react. Sure. I mean, I would say that Donna is thinking about the bigger picture. Obviously, she's doing all that stuff. She knows that. Like, well, if this doesn't work out, then we got to go back to... Yeah. Whatever we have to Whatever. go back to. Yeah, right. The motion seems to be coming more from Cameron and she is yes. young. So she,
2: okay. how old is she in this, do we think? Um
1: she's like early twenties. Okay. Yeah. Um so it kinda makes sense and, you know, I don't know. Okay. It's interesting. Um Johnny Boss, let's get back to him. Mr. Boss. Um riding in his Mustang, which looked like a very cool um, mm-hmm. I'm not good with cars I, I was gonna say Looked something like great like about the cool
2: Ford Mustang, yeah, thing. I was gonna
1: like check the year and stuff, but I'm not that guy. I wish no, I was
2: probably a sixties or 70s. Uh, Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe '80s. hard to tell um, I mean, who really I don't think anybody knows I'm sure someone knows. somebody the, yeah. the guy that bought it in the show.
1: Probably that guy. But not yeah. us. <laughs> not we're looking
2: at the bigger picture, not just the, we're not the yeah. this is a car show.
1: Well, yeah, he's rocking his Johnny Cash there in his yeah. car, you know, singing along, like hearing Toby Huss sing. That was cool.
2: And without not seeing the first episode, I thought that woman was a prostitute.
1: One would uh, lead to believe that, especially when you open a uh, motel, door in your motel room door with your... With your uh,
2: which has never happened to me in real life, but it is one of my bucket list goals. Oh really, man. To have a woman open a hotel <laughs> door. I gotta but, tell not, you. But let me separate I don't want it to be a prostitute. <laughs> yeah. So Well it's
1: not. It's his yes, wife. Yes, it is wife, so. his wife. It's his wife, Ginny, um, which man, I, I know she was referenced last season, but I don't know if we met her.
2: Oh, so that was the first time you've seen her as well.
1: I think so, but it's kinda hard to remember. I didn't I mean it was like a year ago that I sure. watched it. Um but I do know that she was referenced. Um which I don't know. They did sort of play it that way, that it was some sort yeah. of afternoon.
2: And I still don't even know if I really understood. She's like, that's what I liked about you, like the hotel. I What was she saying? That she liked the like kind of he's never around, so it's exciting when they see each other aspect of their relationship? Uh, I think she was saying that
1: she married him for the sex. Yes. Because um, you have... Okay, so you have the... Um, you know, they've had their afternoon delight. Sure, um, uh, coitus. Yeah, yes, coitus is mm-hmm. what you like to call it. Uh-huh. Um, and they're kind of laying there sort of blissfully as... as coital Yeah. yeah that's,
2: they weren't sweaty enough for... It must have not been very athletic <laughs> is all I'm saying.
1: Maybe there's a fan in the room. Maybe,
2: right? or, you know, could a quick one. Maybe a, a gentle a position. Yeah, yeah. He's been
1: in prison for a long time. You think... Uh, you know... There may be a, have been a false start or something. Uh, nice. Sure, okay. Um,
2: we can go into what that means at a later show. I
1: will explain it to you yes. uh, after the show. Halt um, and
2: false start. Yeah. Yes. Is a and different. catch fire you're, when you really
1: know what you're doing. Right. right. Um, but so they're laying there, and then he kind of, you know, oh, I'll just come by the house. And you find out her true intentions, like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't come by the house. And also, maybe our son's rehearsal dinner, who's getting married, probably their firstborn, maybe their born. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's been another child... Uh, name checked here. Maybe there's a daughter. I can't remember, but uh, a wedding is a big event. I've I've had a wedding myself. It As we a...
2: learned begin- in the beginning of this show,
1: yeah, yes. it uh, it is a big event, and for either parent not to be there, yeah, he came out of prison, but can you really not ask him to show up to like this big That's family harsh. event?
2: And, I mean, it is up to him to say yes or no, so it shows that he obviously has respect for her. Of course, yeah. And uh they didn't even reference it, but it's an interracial marriage, which I thought at this time period yeah. kind of... Yeah, uh, pro. What what word am I looking for? Uh, progressive,
1: very progressive. Um, and
2: to not even reference it, I think that's the show trying to
1: make a statement. Yeah, sure. Uh, interracial marriage these days is pretty challenged. Even this, I, even as I, I know days, myself.
2: Yes. Yeah. So even back then, I feel a yeah. big, bigger deal. And I thought it was interesting that that didn't even get brought up, but it obviously symbolizes something. What it symbolizes, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's hard to tell. But um, you know, I thought that was like. Man, it was a, it was a great scene watching him react in the, to in the hotel. In you know, the hotel, yeah. Watching him react to that and, you know, like you said, giving her the respect and saying he's not going to go even though he is going to go and hang out in his car, but that's the kind of person he is. He's he's a he's a, he is a genuinely good guy. Yeah. But at the same time, it is his son's, you know, his son's getting married. He's yeah. got to at least go. But she calls him out on like being like I guess an absent father. Right. And um you know that we were always satellites in your universe which uh sounds like the title of a dave Bath- matthews band song sure satellites yeah, in your universe yeah. <laughs> i think that's how it goes that is how it goes yeah. okay good um but you know he goes to show up in, to show up anyway because i think you, you got to well he
2: kind of showed up right in the car didn't yeah. come out the wife gave him a look like you little dick <sighs> Uh, obviously, he must not have a little bit. Yeah, because no, she likes. That's why she
1: married him. Yeah. Um,
2: but then they had that semi-touching scene in the car. I thought that was a great. Scene. With the letter,
1: yeah, that was a great scene. Good letter. I like him opening up to the son there. Yep. Um, I also thought um, in maybe not as well-written show or something like that, you would have the son be like, "That's right, you were never there for me, Dad." Right. I always, but. No, I'm actually not mad at you. You know, yeah, I was, am not it's less interesting because
2: you already have that from the wife. Yeah, you so can't have, you have everybody
1: a, raining right. on him coming out of prison. Because then
2: he'd have no purpose. He'd be just going.
1: Mm-hmm. And he's already given himself a hard enough time, yeah. you know, an ex-con, because his son does invite him, says the the you know, he would appreciate it, his, uh, his bride-to-be would, would appreciate it. Like, oh, and I man, thought that was a come. good,
2: yeah. I thought that was a good line. He goes, "Me uh, some other time," which is, a, I thought was just an interesting line because obviously we're talking about there is no other time to, for a wedding. No, so I just hopefully uh, not. Yeah, right, okay, exactly. You never if you're on round two, maybe that's what he meant. This is not wood, um, but yeah, it's just his way of, uh, I don't know, bringing a little bit of levity to the situation. I guess.
1: Yeah, it was uh, to me was, like that was a great scene. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of Toby Hess. I think he does some great acting on the show and. Even that little little part where he's like, um, you know, maybe I'll have you come over to the, uh, you'll come over because he still doesn't have a place. Right, man, this this guy is like, you know, we were talking about him finding a place in life, and he still doesn't actually have a place, have an actual place to stay. Maybe I mean, right. it's that hotel room. Yeah, has, but. Real, real tough stuff there, man. Yeah,
2: so a lot of side. He's like the main side story this season, apparently, because he does not really that tied in with the other ones. But we're just kind of following his life. Mm-hmm. So it must curve back at some point. It'll be interesting to see what. No, so
1: I don't think they're going to leave him this whole season. Sort of like, what do I do? Where what do, do I go? do now? Yeah, right. you know. So, so that's, that's
2: definitely something that needs to that's be. That's my bad impersonation. Of no, John well, it was really great though.
1: Um, uh, before we move on, yes. Dave, are you familiar with iTunes?
2: iTunes, sure. Yes, I believe I have it on my phone.
1: Yeah, it should be on most phones. I believe it comes with the program. when you go Right, order if you one have an Apple, Apple phone. Yeah, if you do. Yes. Which you may have another phone. I don't nope. know. No, Apple. white okay, one. Good.
2: It's just good a five. Well,
1: did you know that while you're on iTunes, you can head over there and leave us a rating and review on the show?
2: I, I, I did know that, but it's always great to have a reminder.
1: It should be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking of that, isn't that what we're doing right now? We're Reminding you to head over to iTunes, give us mm-hmm. a rating and review. If you really, really, really like us, you can give us five stars. And if you kind of like us... You can also give us five stars. you sure, prefer that.
2: It's basically it's the five show, five star review system. Yes, whatever it is. you think of the show, it's five stars.
1: Sure, you can give us one star, but I would imagine that you'd stop listening already. Anytime
2: you do a one, it should just be a one, <laughs> and then followed by a telephone number, and then we can speak with you privately about what you didn't like. And we can Absolutely, that. Yeah. Well,
1: we will take your feedback. And also, what we'll do is give you a shout out on the show. Um, Anybody shout out? Uh, yeah, we'll do. It. We'll give anyone a shout out, but let's give a shout out to House of Black. House of Black. Yeah, which is um, something we call my house um, when I'm at home. Um, This is, here's hoping that this was written, I guess, right before we started this podcast last week. Just hoping that you guys also review the new season. They do a great job, or they do a great day, being us. Us. Do a great job of pointing out what I totally missed when I first watched.
2: Oh, great. Yeah, so How thanks. do you find these? Do they tweet
1: you directly? Um, this is on iTunes. This is on the oh, this is on page. iTunes. Yeah. I was
2: just catching uh, Twitter, seeing if anybody was chatting about it. Yeah. But I guess it's harder to chat about it when you're reviewing the show five days after it really aired. Yeah. Well, but you yeah. know, we're, we're here to be, give, be a reminder. Yeah, two we two
1: good-looking guys giving one single, one married. We're just giving reminders. Dave Abbott said that I was uh, good-looking. Bam, there a it market, is. Put it, write it down.
2: Yeah, well, you're married, so I don't have to be like, oh, he's not <laughs> as good-looking as I am, <laughs> right. ladies.
1: Yeah, I'm already eliminated from competition. But yeah, right. go ahead on over there to iTunes and do that Hit for it. us. it really help us out with the show and the network. We have like 100 hours of free content every week on uh, it place. It's, it's a lot of TV. If there is a TV show that you watch, we do an after show on it. And you can rate and review those shows yep. as well.
2: especially uh, as summer winds down and fall winds up, more shows coming.
1: Absolutely. Tons of shows.
2: Yeah. you many of your faves.
1: But back to the show. Yeah, Gordon. Let's uh, talk about him. He, which my man Dave Abbott over here, raining threes on the prediction like Steph Curry in the NBA Finals.
2: Bam. Was exciting to watch. Um, Didn't watch it. It was in the Grand Canyon. Okay. No cell phone service. Uh,
1: sorry, but they, uh, they won. They That's won. That's what know. I heard. Yeah, um you predicted that Gordon was going to insert himself into Mutiny, um which is exactly what he did. Yes. Um last episode we had him uh, saving tank battle or helping them improve it. Mm-hmm. And this week we got ourselves a big old epic sized fail.
2: So I I didn't understand I I missed what exactly he did. What though he put the floppy disk in called Scrutiny or something? <laughs>
1: Scrutiny is what we do on the, about we the show. We scrutinize
2: here. the show. Yeah,
1: that's what we do here. It was called Sonaris. Which, Sonaris. Which, if you're not familiar with, I believe is a film starring George Clooney mm. about a. I'm not um, familiar
2: with George Clooney.
1: Yeah, it's about the, like, Actor? An, an area of, of a theme park and they make a movie about it that not that many people saw. Mm. Area 51? Um, no, wait. I might be confusing that with another movie. I think that's Solaris. Oh. Anyway, um, Solaris is, um, <laughs> like Solaris was not about an amusement park. No, no, no there was <laughs> another movie about that. I saw that, I actually thought was pretty good. But, um, okay. anyway. Um, Solaris was like basically a way to map the users. Gordon figures out that they, um, that they're like ghost users using their system for free, like we talked about right. in like, the uh, HBO Go thing. Um, somewhat similar to that, and he's trying to figure out a way to find out who those people are so that they can get them off the system and have people properly charged for the game. So his intentions are good, um, and he, you know, is still... uh hanging out, not doing much with all of his money. But, and he's
2: not doing any more cocaine. He switched to Jolt, which is Jolt. a very powerful soda. Yeah, he couldn't... Funny, like, uh, writing scene where they're like, he's like, I'm Superman, let's make love, and I'll wear my cape. And <laughs> yeah. then she's like, not right now, I'm leaving. And he's like, shoot. And then he can't even open his own can of soda.
1: Yeah, no, so that unique. was funny. <laughs> that was hilarious. Because I was like, man, all these Superman references. Superman 2 was... 1980 Superman 3 with Richard Pryor, a terrible movie, was in, in 1983, so why are we having all the Superman things, but that's probably specifically and I think why. it
2: was a juxtaposition there that they there were was. creating. It's a writing device. Great catch. Where they, yes, uh, well great catch, uh, and I halted and yeah, got fire.
1: Thank, Thank you. It. Shoehorn <laughs> I'm sure that day. one in. I'm, you know. I'm here all day. I'm really not here. Um, all day. Yeah, now still in the Grand Canyon, maybe. But you know, he, so he does that thing. He creates a thing. He's drinking Jolt. Um, also in 1985, introduced. By the way, I was
2: trying to think if I ever drank. I remember Jolt.
1: It uh, was around for a bit, and pretty sure the, my
2: parents said no. You cannot drink. Yeah,
1: those. it was all the sugar, twice the caffeine. Big, right, big rush there, like an energy drink. Before yeah, there, that energy which I drinks. drink. Um, frequently. yeah, but. Um, they bit, got bankrupt, and I think they're actually back now, so you can buy yourself a Joel Cole. Okay,
2: and, and we're not sponsored by Joel, but yeah. we're open to a sponsorship.
1: <laughs> we are open to a sponsorship. Um, but yeah, so he, he creates that thing, and it, it basically you know uh, halts halts the whole game wow can't uh, stop with yeah, those no um but it ends up finding or it ends up crashing and eating up all of their games causing causing the biggest uh, crash but we don't system. know why right well it, bec- i I mean we don't know why but he basically he should have tested it more that's what you know what he says at the end of the episode that you know he created it to you know sort of find these people and it just backfires on him yes you know because he's so quick to to do something he's still trying to find his his real purpose um you know now that he's got all this money and all this time and he,
2: it's like when you're trying to date a girl and you text her like too many times in a day mm-hmm. where then you actually lose her because you've overly inserted yourself into her life wow that's what he's doing
1: i'm going to avoid all the windows uh, <laughs> that go along with that it's called a yeah.
2: uh, simile <laughs> That's what that was. Okay. It was, just a, it was a metaphor or simile.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, he's flirting with Donna there at the beginning. Thought that was kind of cool, their little role-play thing that we talked about. Yes. Superman.
2: Um, I will be your Superman. Yeah. Superman. You with the glasses on.
1: You liked it with the glasses on, yeah. right? Like, I don't want to mm. think about... I mean Carrie Bouchet. Hmm, She's a cutie. Yeah. yeah but I thought she
2: looked really hot in this episode.
1: I think she always looks pretty hot. She looks hot, but
2: yeah. uh very tiny, but uh, very attractive.
1: Nothing wrong with tiny man.
2: I love tiny, yeah, but okay. it's just I'm just saying that's what it was.
1: Yeah, well, um gosh, what was I gonna say? I can't remember now. Ah okay. Um so they're both invited to, to Joe's house. Right, awkward invite, right? Yeah, well, they haven't spoken to him in uh, presumably a couple of years. Call or they did run first, into him. Right. You and know, they didn't speak. Or they were like, They spoke a little bit hey. and, you know, kind of, you know, okay, you know, and your game, your computer's not that bad. And right. That whole thing. But, you know, they get invited over there and they can't believe that they've got this voicemail and they're playing it so many times because he said, Beyonce, oh my gosh, what's she like? Right. She's probably blonde.
2: Well, obviously, right? I didn't get, so when they saw her, do they think she was uglier than they anticipated or hotter?
1: Anything? No, I think that she is not what they expect. Right, she, well, well,
2: what do they expect?
1: Well, the sort of high-powered, take-no-BS, Joe, I'm-going-to-run-over-anyone-who's-in-my-way kind of guy, you know, wearing, like, power ties and, you know, this kind of thing. Right. This guy doesn't date this girl who's, like, an artist and, like, a free spirit, and she's not blonde. Right. So they're just probably surprised that she's so normal. Right. Um, and and likable as well. Yeah. Um, so them being over at... though was she that
2: likeable they seem to hate her but maybe they were the hate with a, the girl um, yeah
1: I think some of that was more directed towards the the dad and the oil thing um uh-huh. because what what comes out there is um you know we got Joe sort of putting on the front you know he's kind of coming back to you know he's sort of saying like you know all these writers and these creative types yeah, the other flakes or whatever and she's you know Sarah's like so, can I talk to you in the kitchen yeah
2: and you always know that's bad. Private time talks. You don't want that.
1: Yeah, I've, uh, I've had a few of those.
2: Oh, we all have. And you're yeah. like, oh,
1: fuck. Okay. Yeah. Um, Can we talk? Right. No, no we can't. Because I know nothing Yeah, cares, I can't. just
2: whisper it in my ear, babe. Yeah.
1: Yeah, just tell me. Or when
2: they're like, we'll talk about it in the car ride home. You're like, shit, I just want to <laughs> stay here forever. <laughs> but yeah. it wasn't that
1: bad. She didn't give it to him too hard. No, but she she calls him out like, you know, she says that you're, you know, she basically says you're not, you're not being yourself. Right. And... Um, I I thought there, you know, because he, you know, he is obviously putting on a show for them, and yes. you know, uh, you know, that's how I got a promotion today at work and all this. Why stuff. Why did
2: they not dress up for dinner?
1: Because it wasn't supposed to be that fancy of a dinner. It was just oh. come on over and hang out. Oh, I see. Um, which, you know, the old Joe probably would have had like, a fancy dinner party. I wonder
2: if, yeah, that that's like another juxtaposition. Like, here's the wealthy people dressed up. Here's the poor people looking poor.
1: Yeah, a little bit, but just that the, they're in tol- two totally different places. In right life now, you know, and it was now, shown by the outfits. Yeah, I mean, now, I mean, although Gordon and Donna haven't moved out of that house, there and now they got a lot of money. Yeah, um, and Joe's there, like just hanging out, loving and enjoying his life or whatever. Yeah. But she she calls him out on, uh, you know, him being fake there with him, and I my my thought i mean i guess you you still don't know much about joe from last season but like is the joe that he is now this guy that's sort of okay with his data entry job and you know working hard is this the real joe or is is he is he putting on the front with her or is he putting on the front with them
2: with, with her in what regards
1: well with being this guy that's sort of very open, very honest, you know, he doesn't lie. She calls right. him out on line. Do you remember the truth is what she asks him.
2: I think we won't know until we, he gets his foot uh, wet, if that's the right uh, terminology. <laughs> yeah. In the uh, Obviously, he's on the cusp of something happening at this mm-hmm. business, which we knew would happen. I think yeah. once he starts feeling like he has a purpose again, that's mm-hmm. when we'll start really knowing... Who is he? Because right now he's obviously filling a hole, an emotional hole.
1: Yeah. Well, and do we... (laughs) Nope, not going to do it. Um, Come on! He didn't... You know, after she calls him out, Gordon... You know, don't hold out on him, which kind of a jerk move there, Gordon. Yeah. Yeah, This guy's got money, but I like that he came clean about Mm -hmm. not having the money, Mm -hmm. but I'm wondering... What, what stopped him from saying that before? Why did he feel like he had to put on the front?
2: Uh, yeah, I almost uh, didn't realize that uh, they didn't know, that Gordon didn't know mm-hmm. already. Um, but obviously it's a pride thing, and obviously they hadn't spoken
1: yet. True.
2: Um, so it kind of makes sense that it was in that moment, mm-hmm. and I think it did uh, open the door for them to maybe have some bonding, maybe a, a, another a secondary friendship could open up through pity. I mean, obviously you saw on the ride home that Gordon was Kind of down to be sympathetic while Donna was hated them.
1: Yeah. I mean, she disliked it. I mean, I don't know, maybe she's in a totally different place, but they're talking about her, um, well, Joe and Gordon, um, they're talking about. You know, that he didn't get the money and he's, he's like, you know, even if I had all that money, this is a life I'd still choose, which I have kind of I mean, question. I, mean, well, I kind that? of question because it doesn't seem like he's really embracing that life. Even though right. it has gotten him to this really great place in life, I think he still misses. Well,
2: why would you want to choose a life with an apartment?
1: I guess that's a, that's a great question. Um, that's a
2: great question. It's but but, but maybe Abbott. it's,
1: it, well, he's talking about, it, you know, he's happier. He he's right. he's more um, he's not this person that will manipulate anyone. I mean, he all he did last season was manipulate people. All he did was lie. He he came up with these great magnanimous sort of speeches, and they were just quotes borrowed from other people. He just wanted to seem like the you know the big show or whatever it is. Right. But he 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 wasn't, and it was all dishonest. So you know he's you know like we talked about him not feeling like he deserves the money, which is a. A great thing that um when he and, and Jacob are there in the office, you know, he has that whole thing that goes down with Eugene. Um, Eugene's telling him like we're data we're data entry, not data processing and then he finds a way to um which I like the, <laughs> there's a look that he gives Eugene on the phone after he makes the meeting with uh, Jacob there. It's yeah. kinda like, Oh, you like them apples? That was kinda cool. Yep. Power move. Yeah, good power move there, which that is the old Joe, is the guy yeah. that would do that. So he's you know, he's kinda coming out there. But um I like um, that thing that Jacob said to him, where he's talking about you know, like you know, look, like you, you fire that whole place, right? You're, you know, I didn't think you wanted to stay down here, but it seems like this is what you want to do. You know, I
2: didn't even understand that. I didn't, I didn't think you wanted to stay down there. Obviously, like the, the, the that was a whole power move on Jacob's part. To yeah, be he's like, still hey. he's still messing. With so him. like the the guy doesn't necessarily see another way to move up. Like he knows he's got to trudge his own path.
1: I think he expects him to just be more innovative or either that or more cunning or something like that so that he can find another thing. Get out of thing. there. But he's like, "Oh, well, if you're going to make do there, that's fine. Fire all those guys. You can right. put the two departments together and and move along there. But then he asks him that thing about the – like he says, like, what is it? Like uh, there's like a – was that a train? Um, oh, yeah, the seat
2: on the train. Yeah, you, Why yeah. don't you sit in it? You
1: can either be the good Samaritan, which is saying like you can either stick up for these guys, and yep. you can look out for yourself, big question or for Or maybe you have
2: to leave soon, yeah. or, or you do don't you, deserve it.
1: Or do you deserve it, which is kind of what he's been wrestling with, which I like that he at least hesitated yes. before he walked out. Every there.
2: time I see an empty seat, I think I deserve it. Except if I've been sitting already all day, I think I don't even want it, <laughs> and I'm happy to have this lady sit in it. <laughs> But if a guy sits in a seat that I want to sit in, I'm a little pissed. I'm like, you deserve the seat over me, dude, unless you're in crutches. (laughs) Or it's your birthday or
1: something. I'm glad that we're getting to the bottom of this. uh, Yeah, you have to
2: have metaphors. Yeah,
1: we do. Uh, We've got plenty going on on this show. Um, Alright,
2: we only got a few minutes left. What should, uh, what's the last big things? I mean,
1: well, uh, we already got to Tom and Cameron. We did talk about that. What do you
2: want to talk about that ending scene?
1: Yeah, 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 go ahead.
2: I mean, obviously, obviously the ending scene is Joe realizing that the machines, he wouldn't have realized that unless he was going to fire. Though I thought, okay, he tells Eugene, hey, br- come outside right he now. He was about to fire. Right, but weird because he is not in a position, Eugene doesn't know that he's in a position of power right there. So Eugene just was like,
1: okay. And like, uh, he looked like he knew he was in it for a minute there. He knows that their meeting happened with Jake. Right. Though.
2: But I thought it was interesting that he just kind of goes right along with it, and then because of that, he realized that these machines are off most of the day.
1: Yeah, they only work as long as the humans Which, do I
2: don't know, is that that interesting? Like, obviously that's going to be, be the big new innovation. That doesn't seem like such a mind, but I guess sometimes the, the best fixes are the easiest it, ones.
1: Yeah, it doesn't necessarily, but um he... I mean I think Eugene he'd just been like look Jacob told me to fire and Eugene probably okay I'm gonna take my dog and go home
2: right, I was kind of I was gonna be sad because they like gave him a dog
1: yeah and that was very uh, meaningful to him. yeah he seemed to care a lot about that yeah duck. I
2: mean I was jealous that I didn't get a duck
1: I will um, buy you one later but thank you um I mean obviously he you know he was going to fire him you know that was going to happen and then he finds out about these computers he's got that whole thing about the missing data and how much money it can make them how could widen their profit All margins right. he has that whole speech and i think that he i think this is this is the real joke coming back because he sees something that he can do um we'll talk about it in predictions as far as what we think that he is going to do with it but i think it's going to come into play in him trying to use either those computers on the off hours maybe you know, and use that as some way to get ahead in like the tech world. Which yeah. Is, it's kind of, it's going to be interesting to to know specifically what it is, but um I don't know. Maybe, just maybe, we should talk about it in predictions.
2: Dun 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 dun!
1: It sounded like a yeah, Superman hell. thing Yeah. There. After
2: Buzz, I didn't even know. <laughs> I, didn't, I forgot we even had a predictions theme song. I was <laughs> happy to provide it myself with my own voice, but. It was lovely. Thank you.
1: So, Dave. What do you think?
2: Well, here's what I think. I haven't given it a lot of thought, but I'm gonna, <laughs> I'll just shoot off the hip here. One, the show is very heavily on, uh, Donna and Cameron still at, um, at this little, uh, what's the, uh, place they work Mutiny. at called Mutiny. Which I like. Sure, but the show, the poster of the show is the, is Joe. Basically, I mean, every time I see a, a preview, I mean, mm-hmm. or I think even at one time they're like, The the guy, the thing was like his face. So I'm sure the show is going to tilt back towards him at Mm -hmm. some point. So I would say my prediction is as we keep going, I think his story is going to ramp up, become more of a focus. I think Gordon Mm -hmm. is somehow going to get tied into that one way or another. And then I do not think that, I think Cameron and Donna are going to obviously mend. I don't think they're going to separate. I think this is another tizzy. Yeah. Um, and probably somehow it's gonna everything will end up better than it was before, and maybe Gordon will take credit for that, or it didn't that it really didn't doesn't. drive a riff in their marriage, which I thought was interesting, or at least it didn't in this episode.
1: No, I think she's got too much going on I mean she's I, sleeping
2: with papers, <laughs> yeah, so she's in it,
1: yeah, I think she's got too much going on outside of what's going on with them I mean obviously he didn't mean anything right didn't mean he ill by it, so uh, yeah of course, how bad was it? It was bad. It seemed pretty bad. Yeah, it was bad, and that's you know what he asks her when she comes on, which at least he's asking. Yeah. you know like
2: um, do you think that Gordon, Boz, and
1: Joe's stories will will all somehow coalesce? um, yeah. No, I think absolutely. Um I mean the there's really sort of four protagonists Cameron, Joe, Donna, Gordon. Yes. Um, tied in with Boz there a bit. Yes, and um, Tom,
2: who I predict will have sex with Cameron. It's quite goitis. possible.
1: Goitis. Yes, it's yes. possible that they'll have the coitus. Um yeah, I I think we're gonna get them together. We've got a little bit of a clip about them running those computer cables and right. I think that seems to be like an after hours kind of um, there. Uh, yeah. All of a
2: sudden, oops! Did we just plug it into the same jack? <laughs> <Yeah. Da-na-na-na.
1: laughs> There's a male and a female plug uh, pun in there somewhere, right? Um, yeah, Filling the void. Yes. yes there you go. I um, so I see that being a thing. Um, uh i certainly am still looking forward to seeing what's going to happen with john bosworth he mm-hmm. um he is a sad sad man and i don't want him to be that sad for that long because he's such a good dude
2: i don't think he can be you can't watch a whole season of a guy being sad yeah no but then it would um, just be my biography
1: yeah. <laughs> pick it up in bookstores tomorrow right dave Evans biography yeah um how he died in the grand Canyon. yes
2: I did lose my keys in the Grand Canyon, though. Man, they found them and they flew them back to me. That is, which I thought that's a good Samaritan. That is a good,
1: that's a very, that's good a very Samaritan. good Samaritan.
2: So they're still out there.
1: Yeah, and this is my like sort of off the wall prediction. Bam, da da da. Thank you. Um, so. Barry, which uh, Barry was a character from last season. He was the, he's the one who brought Bosworth, his, his Mustang, from oh,
2: 67, yes. I, that I actor, believe. So I figured he has a bigger part coming up.
1: Yeah, well, he was in last season. He was their accountant. He's okay. talking about like watching over their things, and you watched my car, and I'm wondering... How many things did he watch over while John Bosworth was in prison?
2: You're saying sex with the wife?
1: Maybe it's okay. a, it's it's probably it's like a fall on my face kind of prediction. Mm. But she
2: th- might have fallen on his face sexually. Yes. All okay.
1: Right. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was not subtle. <laughs> okay. Good. Well, you, um, you look confused. I thought maybe you're not familiar. Yeah. No. I'm uh, somewhat familiar. With okay. That. Good. I'm married man. Um, Barry and Bosworth's wife is what I said. Is that right. uh, maybe going to happen? I think something like that could come down. Okay. Who knows? Um, favorite joke from this uh, episode is Nightmare on Nerd Street.
2: Nightmare on Nerd Street. If you can call that, that a joke. More of a pun.
1: Play on Jokey words, maybe. I don't play know. on a pun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, any more predictions, Dave? Predictions
2: from this episode, No. I think Gordon will rise. You know, maybe... Or not, sorry, not Gordon. Joe will rise. Will he at some point take on the dad? Take on oh, Eugene. Yeah. Or not Eugene. Jacob. Jacob. Uh, Possible uh, a buttheads at the end of the season. Longer play. So we'll see about that. They're
1: heading for a, for a big sort of, you know... Or the,
2: a take under the wingness, and all of a sudden they're partners. But that doesn't seem like the kind of guy Joe is.
1: No, I think that, well, and also I think that Jacob's way too interested in just messing with him and testing him. Even when he gives him the promotion and you can do that thing. He, like, he
2: makes them fire him fire If
1: that's what you want. If that's
2: And fire you know, all these people that have lives. Yeah, exactly. Right.
1: And be the guy that I know you can be. Right. In which Joe is resistant to that. But it seems like with this plan, with whatever's going to happen with these machines that are running, he's like, okay, I'm going to find a way to, to screw you here. So
2: so good for him. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Until next week, which, uh, programming note, we will be here Monday.
1: Yes, we will Five be here. Five o'clock.
2: Traffic will be awful both ways for us coming into the studio Absolutely. this week. So. But we
1: are glad to do it for you. Yes. Folks, thank you so much for watching the show. If you have not done so already, head over to YouTube.com, YouTube.com slash TV, and subscribe to the channel. Yeah. And Dave, where can people find you online? Find
2: me. Uh, you can find me in my apartment uh, in West Hollywood. But if you just want to look online, I'm at GoBlueDave on Twitter, uh, DaveAvid on Instagram, and those would be the best ways to find me. If you find me on Facebook too, maybe I'll friend you. It depends if you look like a stalker or a rapist.
1: Well, I passed that test this week, so I'm hoping That's true. I don't look we became like friends. I, was... I thought not a rapist. Um. You, you kinda of rained on the parade of apartments earlier and you live in an apartment. And I feel like it's a little, um... Well,
2: I don't, I don't own a house. Yeah, obviously I'm here hosting After Buzz.
1: Awesome. And you can find me on Twitter at Isaac Johnson, YouTube, uh, The Isaac Johnson also, Instagram The Isaac Johnson, and on my YouTube channel there's a short film on there called The Forge that just won a 2015 telly. Kind of a big deal Ooh. for me and all those involved. congratulations. Yeah. If
2: I uh, that makes me think of a plug, I have a new I have a movie out on uh, Amazon mm-hmm. uh, called The Republic of Rick, starring in it. Uh, so nice. if you have some time, it was a slam dance in the slam dance film festival and been all over the place. Please check it out, The Republic of Rick, free if you have Amazon Prime.
1: Awesome, I do, and so I'll be watching. Bam!
2: Thanks Full so much, folks.
1: We will see you on Monday. See
2: you Monday, guys. Bye. Bye